So I want to take these next three weeks to, in our time of worship here at church, to just learn about worship and to learn about what it means to live a life of worship. And we just listened to the song, Hallelujah, Here Below by Elevation Worship. And I want to observe a lyric from that song, and that's going to get us started into my first point today. And the lyric is, we are an altar of broken stones, but you delight in the offering. And I ask myself a question when I hear that, and I think maybe you do too. And it is, if I am a temple of God, if I'm an altar of worship, then why do I sometimes not feel like worshiping? Or do you ever feel like you have to show up and have it all together before you're worthy to worship? Do you ever feel like that? Because I know sometimes I might come in and I'm like, man, I need to have my quiet time today. I need to spend some time praying today before I can like enter into God's presence and really worship. Do you guys ever feel like that? Like all the time. And it made me think, like that sermon really touched me. It just made me think about this. And this, this line right here, it comes from a story where God told Moses to build an altar of imperfect stones. Do you guys know what I'm talking about in the Old Testament? And that, that story shows us that God doesn't want us to hide our brokenness, that we can build an altar of worship in our imperfection. And Peter, he talked about it in the New Testament. He says, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So in this verse, Peter is telling us that now we are the altars. It's not a building anymore. Um, it's like for Moses, it was the building. It was the temple that they built. That's where they worshiped. That's where God's presence was. But now it's us. And so here is what I find myself asking in this. What does it look like to offer acceptable sacrifices? And like I said, the Levites are a great example of this to us. And here in a second, we're going to get into First Chronicles and we're going to read uh, the passage that I'm talking about. But the Levites were Old Testament worship leaders. They were the closest thing that uh, we have to worship leaders like in the Old Testament, if you were to call them that. Um, but they're a great example of how to honor God by giving him acceptable sacrifice. You know, our, our relationships look a little bit different with God now than they did then. Um, we don't have to give animal sacrifices like they did because the one perfect sacrifice has already been made for us, right? Um, but the way they served, like I said, just gives us a great example of how to worship God with our lives. Before Jesus was able to be a perfect sacrifice for us, this is how God's people were able to approach his presence. They had this temple. This is where God resided because um, they hadn't had their sins completely forgiven yet. So their, their sacrifices were temporary. And they had to go through all these steps that just look like such a chore to be able to enter into God's presence and to be able to worship him. Today, our worship is not out of obligation, but relationship. Our worship is God's invitation for us to live in his presence 24 hours of the day, every single day. This is what I want you to realize, though. We are always worshiping something. Every moment of every day, you're, you're worshiping something. It could be God. It could be your phone. It could be a person. I mean, it could be anything. And we'll, t we'll talk about this more, but... Um, that something is going to be what most directs our lives. That's something that we worship. So when we're looking at an acceptable sacrifice, we're looking for what does it look like to worship God every day? What does it look like to just live a life that worships God? And we'll look at three things, but today we're going to look at the first one. 
And let's start off by reading this. We guys want to go ahead and get your Bibles out real quick on your phone, or if you brought a real one, I'll wait a second. A real one, a physical copy. Pull it out real quick, because I'm going to have you talk to the person next to you after we read this, and you'll want to have it open. Okay, so we're going to First Chronicles 23, 28. And so here's the Levites. Here's those worship leaders we were talking about. The duty of the Levites was to help Aaron's descendants in service of the temple of the Lord, to be in charge of the courtyards, the side rooms, the purification of all sacred things, and the performance of other duties at the house of God. They were in charge of the bread set out on the table, the special flour for the grain offerings, the thin loaves made without yeast, the baking and the mixing, and all the measurements of quantity and size. They were also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. They were to do the same in the evening. And whenever burnt offerings were presented to the Lord on the Sabbaths, at the moon, new moon feast, and at the appointed festivals, they were to serve before the Lord regularly in the proper number and in the way prescribed to them. How, do you, how many of you guys read that and you're like, man, that just sounds like a bunch of chores? <laughs> I know I for sure did. And this is what we're going to look for. I want you to look for where they place their priority. Let's read that again. They were also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. They were to do the same in the evening. What? Every morning and evening? I got things to do at those times of day. So this is what this shows us. There was an order and a consistency to how they worshipped. They ordered their lives consistently around their values, and it didn't matter if they were feeling it or not. It makes me wonder if they ever felt the way we feel sometimes, like they woke up some days and just didn't want to do it, like maybe their serving wasn't making a difference. I feel like I do this every day, morning and evening, and it's just not really making a visible difference to me. I just don't really feel like doing it today. I wonder if it was ever a little forced or a little legalistic for them. You guys ever, do you read this and kind of think that it looks a little legalistic to do that? I I definitely did, but I will reveal to you that it's not. So I'm going to tell a story. Like I always, growing up, I mean, it might be pretty obvious to you guys. I always went to church. My parents made sure that I was there all the time. Cade was the same way. Um, But when I grew up, I kind of started to wonder if the, if it was, if it was kind of like a legalistic thing for like to be in church every time the doors were open. It was just a question that I asked myself. Is it legalistic to, be, to think of church that way? But what I realized was that it was not legalism that my parents were teaching me, but discipline. Legalism and discipline are not the same thing. They look the same, but where they differ is in motive. Let's look at legalism. And this is the sermon that uh, I heard from Elevation Worship's pastor, worship pastor, this is what he defined it as. Doing something religiously out of fear of man, legalism. Discipline, honoring God with our priorities. So I've come to learn firsthand um, the power of discipline and consistency in my walk with Christ. There's days where... Um, you know, I'd rather just sit at home all day and watch TV. I'd rather just, you know, be on my phone all day. 
And at the end of the day, I really feel the heaviness of giving my day's priority to doing that. I feel discouraged at the end of the day. I feel kind of depressed. But here lately, the Lord's really impressed on me to make him a priority in my life. And so there's days that I do really good and there's days that I don't. Like, I'm not perfect. But I've noticed, like, it's really, like, doing this, doing this little sermon here has really made it clear to me that on the days that I say, God, I'm going to give you my morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to maybe read a verse or two and I'm just going to talk to you for a minute. God, I'm going to give you some time at lunch. God, I'm going to give you time before bed. Man, like, it's powerful, guys. Like, I'm so so much more encouraged. Like, I feel so much more productive. I feel so much more just in tune with what he's telling me. Like, I just, something, like a, a, a doubt or a, an insecurity might come up and I just immediately know, like, I was just talking to God this morning. Like, that's not the truth. Like, I just know because... <laughs> But on the days that I've like watched TV all day, like I give time to those thoughts. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying I felt this firsthand in uh, where my priorities are in the day. So priority. I just want you guys to know that when you show up and you worship and you don't feel like it, that's not being fake. That's being faithful. You're giving priority to God by being here. Some days I don't feel like being up here either. And some days it makes it kind of hard whenever we're, we're all out in worship. And I'm not really feeling it, but I'm doing it anyway because, you know, I want to be faithful in uh, how I serve at this church. But then whenever we just kind of get stares back at us, it's just kind of a little bit discouraging <laughs> to, to my flesh, you know. But it, it made me think, like, if I was down there too, like, I definitely have days like that. I'd rather just kind of stare up at the stage, you know? Like, I don't really want to get into worship. I have the same days. But it, it's important to, to know that it's more than just what we do here on Sunday, guys. Like, if we're going to be a church that really reaches people, we have to be a church that worships. We have to be a church that prays. We have to be a church that gives. We have to be all those things. But worship is a very big part of that. And it starts in every single day of the week, not just Sunday. It starts with how we give our lives. So if we want to live a life of worship for God, we have to make him a priority. And as you prioritize God, you put yourself in position to hear from him. When you leave this place today, I want you to take a moment to think about what you're prioritizing in your life. How can you make God more of a priority? Maybe he might reveal something to you that you need to fast from. Maybe it's Facebook. Maybe he says, make me a priority today by like, every time you feel tempted to get on Facebook, come to me and just think of somebody to pray for and just talk to me about them for a second. I've done that a few times and man, you just, you wouldn't believe how refreshed you feel after doing that as opposed to getting on Facebook. It's different for everybody. It might be, man, when you're snacking today, like just take some time to think about me instead of like snacking and watching a YouTube video or something, because I've been guilty of doing that. Just take some time to think about me and just think about what I've done for you. Just worship me in your thoughts. Um, but next week, we're going to talk about one of the other things that the Levites show us about a life of worship. But today, it was about priorities. So that's what I want you guys to be thinking about throughout this week.